Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hello and welcome to this new episode of the Chakra Way Meditation Podcast and it's time for another Chakra Chat today. So I have met a lovely lady, she lives in, in Kentucky in America, Mary Welp, and she is a hypnotic meditation teacher. So of course when I heard this um this amazing sounding technique. I wanted to learn more about it. And Mary was just delightful. We had such a nice chat. We really aligned on on our work. And um, yeah, so here we are, another beautiful conversation about all things spiritual, meditation, healing. I hope you enjoy it. Okay, here we go. So today I'm talking to Mary Welp, who is the author of Rise, um, a book about hypnotic meditation. So welcome, Mary. Thank you for joining me. Thank you, Roseanne. I really appreciate the invitation. Yeah. No, I'm, as you know, um, we were chatting a little bit before, before we hit record. Um, so as you know, Mary, you know, I like to bring new and interesting ways of working with energy of working with meditation. And when I found you online, I just thought this is, this is fascinating because everyone knows what hypnosis is. Everyone knows what meditation is, but bringing them together, and making a sort of a different and, and a sort of, I suppose, a unique method of meditation. Um, I want to, I want to know more about it. So tell me how, you know, but a little bit about your history, where you've come from and how you came Absolutely. to this. Yes. Well, I live in Louisville, Kentucky in the States, and um, I've been doing private practice for 20 years. So I've been doing body work. I'm a cranial sacral therapist. I also do Reiki, visceral manipulation, acupressure, a lot of different types of body work. And after doing it for five, six, seven years, my clients started coming to me with more questions. It was more about how to shift their minds, how to think differently, 
how to let go of negative thought, how to be better, how to really live their best, happiest, fullest life. And mm-hmm. so they would come to me with questions like, you know, how do I deal with this boundary issue? You know, my kids are walking all over me. How, how can I, you know, be a good mom and still say no? And how can I get my anger under control? Or how can I get a better night's sleep? And do you, do you think that, um, because they came to you primarily as clients for body work, so they were having some kind of physical issue that they wanted you to just like, you know, they were just lying on your couch going, fix me. But do you think that through that physical manipulation of the energy, because the work that you do as a cranial psychotherapist is very subtle, it is shifting energy within. Do you think that that then awakened them to having a realization that actually the, the, the mental sort of issues or mental boundaries, let's say, that were going on were being revealed through the physical work? Do you think that that's the thing, you know, were people putting two and two together when they came back to you and saying, I've got a a boundaries issue or whatever? Absolutely. Um, And I think from your chakra work, you know, as well, when we have an issue in a certain part of our body, it reflects what that issue is. It kind of gives us a bit of a roadmap to what you know, the body's trying to talk to us. It's trying to say, you know, you really need to deal with this issue. You know, you've been, you've had this issue your whole life. Now's the time. And it it has a way of coming to the surface. And that's usually when they find me Mm. is when it's coming to the surface. And then, so through the body work, if I would find, for example, they were having issues with their knees and they were complaining about their knees, although nothing critical had happened, Mm -hmm. I would make the suggestion, well, are you having trouble surrendering to something? Because the knees energetically reflect surrender, like a genuflecting in church. Mm -hmm. It's a surrender to life. It's a surrender to what is happening instead of putting up that fight and that barrier. Most times, exactly. So most times that light bulb would go off and they'd, they'd, they'd know the issue right away. They'd say, oh yeah, I've really been fighting this one. I really want my way on this one, but I'm not getting it. Yeah. So we, you know, as they are ready, we talk about it. And, and so they realized how much this work was not just physical, but it was also mental. It was also, and spiritual more than anything. I think our bodies come into this life to do work, you know, to heal, to be better, to progress, to evolve. Mm-hmm. And when we're not, our bodies start talking to us and letting us know that we've gotten off of our path. So by reading the body and being able to help people align with that, I think it did help them realize the challenges that they have and what it is they want to clear out of their life or at least recognize, you know, and sometimes just recognizing our issue is enough. You know, we don't always even know where we hurt in our body till we stop for a minute and think about it. Yeah, yeah. That is what I always say. It's that awareness, literally just having the awareness, especially when you're working with the chakras. Like it's really sometimes hard to like fully kind of get you know get wrap your head around that whole idea of yes, as an energy center. But simply having an awareness, just going. Oh, yeah, I'm listening. I'm here. You know, just speaking to it and uh, having that awareness really helps. Yeah, it does. It does. And I think that's what the body, the mind and the spirit really wants is that to know that we're listening, Mm. you know, that we are here to do our work, that we are ready to do our work, that we really do want to live a happy, healthy life. But sometimes, you know, it's hard to see our imprints. 
It's hard to recognize our habits and which ones benefit us because there's good habit and yeah. which ones don't, which ones are holding us back. Because so many of them have been have been part of us since we before even yes. memory. And so how are we to know that that's not a part mm-hmm. of us, that it, that it is an imprint or yeah. programming or however you like yeah. to describe it? Rather there's, than- there's, a funny, there's a funny story about a woman who's cooking a ham and she cuts the two ends off of the ham and her husband says, what are you, what are you cutting the ends off the ham for before you bake it? And she said, well, that's how my mother always did it. So she goes back to her mother and says, mom, why do you cut the two ends off of the ham before you put it in the oven? She said, well, that's how my mother always did it. So the woman goes back to her grandmother and says, granny, why do you cut the two ends off of the ham before you put it in the oven? And she she said, well, that's the size that my oven was. <laughs> so it was this this tradition that being passed down and it just had to do with the size of her oven. Oh, my God. <laughs> I had, love you know, that. It wasn't the proper way to cook a ham. And so we have a lot of these little quirks, these little ways of thinking about our lives and thinking about how to do things mm-hmm. that may or may not be real or true. Yeah. And our brain's number one job is to keep us safe. Mm. It is not to make us happy. Yeah. So when we really start to think critically about what we are thinking and why we are thinking it, that it also really opens up a door. It's mm. like, okay, why am I cutting the ends off the ham? Why am I always doing this certain thing this certain way? Yeah. When really maybe it's not it doesn't behoove me anymore. It's yeah. not really. And this is the same, you know, it's when not I, the best thing anymore. Yeah. With, with, with all relationships, you know, like your relationship with food, your relationship with money, you know, the, 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 the passions that you get into in relationships, you know, people go, Oh my God, people, guys just keep cheating on me. They keep, you know, I'm yeah. always, uh, I'm always like, well, is it, is it, is it all the money? You know, sometimes it is, but you know, most of the time. Yeah. It's your passions, your expectations, what you're setting yourself up for. What we're putting out there. Yeah. That's what you expect. You know, it is that attraction. What are we attracting? Exactly. Yeah. 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 So making that, making that mental leap to knowing that you can shift those imprints, but yes, working Mm -hmm. out what is an imprint and what is actually truth, what's real, what's good for you, what serves you. Um, that's, that's the trick, isn't it? That's the, that's the work, yes. well, it's the work that we do with the chakras, with yoga, but tell me how that works with your hypnotic meditation. And anyway, sorry, I'm sort of going off topic. Yeah. <laughs> yes, no, 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 it's perfect. Um, well, thinking about, um, rise, um, when you, you, the first thing you want to do is pick your intention. What is the energy you want to shift? What do you want to move? What are you done with? I am sick and tired of being sick and tired about this thing. So name it. You want to first name what it is you want to move. And then R stands for relaxation. So that's where you want to do a progressive body relaxation or a scan. Do at least three deep cleansing breaths. And what you really want to do is focus your attention inward. So even if you start to breathe and think about your spine or the core muscles or pick an anatomy that you want to focus in on Mm -hmm. and just breathe and really relax your body. Mm -hmm. And that's the first step is kind of getting in touch and focusing inward. When I first started learning meditation or heard about meditation, even I had the false impression that, 
you want to go out into the heavens and our, all of our answers are up in the heavens somewhere and we're going to bring this down and shift our lives. And that's really body work taught me that that's not how it is. That really the imprints, the energy, what we're carrying is in the cellular structure of our body. It's in the cells, it's in the tissue, it's in the DNA. So really by cutting out the external noises and moving inward really helps to shut off that critical mind and get into the subconscious where we're going to shift the energy. So R is your first step. Then I stands for imagine. So you want to imagine a beautiful, safe space for you. Sometimes maybe it's the beach you love to go to, or there's a place in the woods that you've been before that you remember. Uh, Sometimes your mind will just take you somewhere safe. I've had many clients who end up at their grandmother's house or somewhere that they loved to go as a child, that they felt safe and they felt protected. Mm -hmm. So really bringing your senses alive in that place. What does it smell like? What does it look like? What are the colors? What are the textures? What are the sounds? Mm -hmm. So if you go to the beach, you know, if you wiggle your toes down in the sand, the top Mm -hmm. sand's really warm and then you wiggle your toes down, it gets cooler. You know, you really want to bring every sense you can think about that place alive. And S stands for suggest or a suggestion, which really is where you're going to move the energy. There's quite a few different ways to do that. Um, The book will help you guide you with that or feel free to reach out, but you can do it through affirmation. You know, sometimes we just need to tell our child self something, you know, we need that pat on the back that nobody's around to give us, Mm -hmm. you know, that, that, that quality of you're doing the best you can right now and you, you know, good job sticking with it, you know, and, and really being our own best advocate because we can be very hard on ourselves. We can tell our things selves that we wouldn't tell our best friend. Yeah. We, we can be very cruel to ourselves. Mm, yes. So it's kind of, that's one way. Another way is imagining your energy as a physical object. So for example, if you're dealing with anger, picture your anger is a red hot ball of flame. And then envision yourself putting it in water, a beautiful body of water at the beach or in a lake and see that red hot ball of fire change to blue, see the steam rise up out of the water as it shifts, and really concentrate on just shifting that energy to something more productive. Mm. Um, You can also do a regression, which is going back to the original time of the imprint. You go back to the original time, the first time you saw your mother put that ham in the oven with the ends cut off of it, you know, whatever that issue is. And then the last step, E, stands for empower. So this is where you really want to empower those qualities that you're trying to get to. Excuse me. For example, um, really seeing yourself being that brave warrior, you know, feeling yourself standing in that superhero pose. There have been scientific studies done about the superhero pose or any warrior pose or mountain pose, any strong singular pose. that it will reduce your cortisol by 25% and it will increase your testosterone by 8%. So you are just by standing in a strong, powerful pose, you are lowering your stress because you are embodying that power. Yeah. And you are lowering, you're lowering that stress and you're increasing your power feeling. 
So uh, Harvard and Columbia University both have done quite extensive testing on this, and they measured the different hormonal differences that just a pose can give you. Yeah. Um, the other thing I like about Empower is thinking about how your world's going to change when you shift this challenge that you have. Mm. How are you going to react differently out in the world? How is the world going to react differently to you? When you get triggered, when someone says that certain thing to you, what are you going to do differently? How are you going to uh, make the shift happen for real for yourself and give yourself some skill and some tools? For example, if you know you have a brother-in-law who loves to sit at the Thanksgiving table with you and just kind of pick at you and say mean things to you, Mm -hmm. you know, if it's always driven you crazy and this year you're not going to let it drive you crazy, what are you going to do different? When that brother-in-law sits down next to you and starts, what are you going to do? So it's, it's also really embodying that so that you feel your own power, your power to make change, your power to live in that change and your power to keep that change going. Yeah. And I think that's, that's, it's a really lovely, simple and clear pattern and sort of journey, which I can see incredibly empowering, helpful. But how do you challenge that, that, um, that little voice that we all have that gets to that point where you're empowering yourself and you're picturing yourself sitting next door to that idiot who's always annoying at the table? And, and you, because we all do that with hindsight, hindsight being that wonderful right. thing. Like, you know, somebody cuts you out and you're just like, oh, I wish I'd said whatever. So that yeah. very yeah. witty, yeah. whatever. Um, but in the moment, and you, you're envisaging yourself sort of saying that thing that is going to make them eat their words and say, gosh, sorry, I didn't realize I was upset, yeah. whatever the outcome is. Right. But you just feel, and then there's a little voice inside of you that goes, you'll never do that. You're just not brave enough. You've had all those years to do it and you never have. So what's different now, huh? You know, how do you get rid of that? How do you deal with that voice? Because that is real. I know. (laughs) It's very real. It's very real. Mm. And I think it's taking control over it and saying, okay, you can go sit down and shut up now. I don't need your, I don't need that voice. And I think too often we listen to our thoughts and figure, well, I thought it, so it must be real. And that's what I really want to impress upon people that our brains are not necessarily telling us what is best for us. Our brains are telling us what is going to keep us safe. Mm. So sometimes not coming up against that brother-in-law or that person at the table, you know, that is keeping us safe, but it is not making us feel empowered. It's making us feel smaller and smaller with every meal we have with that person. Yeah. So it's really uh, paying attention to your thoughts and, and canceling some of them. You know, I will sometimes find myself being hard on myself and I will just say cancel. I, I take it back. I didn't mean it. Sorry. You know, we all have those moments of slippage, but yeah. recognizing it is everything. When you recognize that energy, it's no longer in the shadows. Yeah. It's no longer haunting you from afar. Yeah. It's more in your face. It's like, oh, okay, I like, see what I'm doing. Yeah, yeah. I think that I've got a my little technique or my little sort of phrase that I use is something that I heard once on a, it's I think one of a very famous TikTok person uses this phrase. And I've adopted it not only in real life and saying, you know, 
you can apply it to just real life saying to people I'm not and it's it's fairly simple I do not receive that or I do not accept that and then you you can do it within yourself you know that yes along that says you're far too much of a weakling to stand up to that person and actually in that moment you go no I do not accept that you know you have that in a little internal sort of face off absolutely no absolutely (laughs) yeah yeah. The other thing I love about the superhero pose and really practicing that yeah. is uh, if you remember from the Wonder Woman shows, she had these gold bracelets yes. that when the bullets would come at her, she'd ring, ring. <laughs> We're both doing it. You can't see it. You know, get back there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, we have tools. It's remembering them and being our best advocate. And we haven't been taught, our culture does not teach us to be our best advocate and to be our best friend. It tells us we have to live up to a certain potential. We have to, if we make this mark, then we're going to be accepted and we're going to be loved. Then we're going to have money. Then we're going to have whatever it is we're feeling lack in. If we get to this certain threshold, it's all going to come pouring in where that's not necessarily what's going to happen. So it's more about, am I happy today in this moment? Am I having a good time right now? You know, really being in the moment, we live so much in the past and the future that we don't have, you know, necessarily that opportunity to just enjoy the present and enjoy what we do have. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So in terms of like utilizing this very lovely sort of flow of taking yourself into a a meditative meditation, um, you know, it's very easy to say sometimes it's like, yes, I need to deal with my anger or I need to deal with my insecurity about this, that thing, whatever it is. But mm-hmm. quite a lot of people, I think, just go around in life just going, I just feel, I just feel I don't have it. I don't. I'm, they can't. What I'm trying to get at is they they can't pinpoint their malaise or their their discontentment on a particular Thing. They can't go, oh, yes, it was because X happened when I was Y years old. It's just that they they feel this kind of weight or this heaviness. So how do you go about in your, you know, because I know in my in my in my chakra world, it's, it's a sort of you can go through this little sort of system to really see where that energy is lacking. But how do you how do you find that within your um, rise system? Um, you're right. You don't always every day have some big challenge you need yeah. to address, you yeah. know? So the way I really use rise now ritualistically is at the end of the day. When I go to bed every night, I do rise. I relax my body. I think of a beautiful place and I think about the day and the things that didn't go right for me, maybe where I I didn't quite meet up to the bar that I had set for myself, or I really had an experience that I didn't enjoy, or I was reactive or angry. I think about that moment and I give myself a little pep talk and I'll do better next time. And then I also think about the things that I did well that day, the things that really went well, even if I just cooked a really great meal for my husband, or I went on a beautiful walk with my dog. You know, it doesn't have to be big. But taking those little moments of fulfillment and making them bigger and saying, okay, this was a great thing about my day. It'll help blow it up more for the next day. Mm. So it doesn't have to be. And sometimes it is just being peaceful within ourselves in that moment. 
and no matter what's going on around us, finding that peace in ourselves. And um, so that's kind of how I use it every day now. But I also use it as a toolkit when something does happen, when I get triggered, when someone says something to me or I'm in traffic, or the one that really gets me is being in a grocery store and a mother and a child get into a fight. Mm. Happens all the time. But it, there's something in me, my grandmother instinct rises in me and I, I, it bothers me. And so, you know, you kind of have to, I, I use it for that as well. It's like, okay, relax yourself into your body. It's okay. This is, they're working out what they need to work out. It has nothing to do with me. I don't need to take that energy on. And it's just that, that physical reminder. And by doing these little things throughout the day, we're constantly checking in with ourselves as to where we are. It's like, okay, why did that mother and child prick me and trigger me the way it did? Mm. You know, why? But it's an awareness. And yeah. by having that awareness, again, it's no longer in the shadow. Mm. Um, and it doesn't have to be a big thing. It doesn't have to. And sometimes sm- starting with the small things is the way to begin. Because for some people, life has been overwhelmingly challenging. It's been hard to find a moment of happiness and peace in their lives. Sometimes with some of the trauma victims that I've worked with, you know, when you've asked them to think about something that makes them happy, we've had to settle on a flavor of ice cream. That was as far as they could get with what makes them happy and feeling fulfilled in that day. So, you know, you you really just start where you are. Yeah. Start where you are. And every little time you connect with your thoughts, that's a good thing. That's a really good thing. And if I could, there's one other little story that helps me exemplify this. There's a a boy and his dad standing on a riverbank and the river's very dirty. And the boy asks his father, dad, is the river polluted? And his dad says, no, the river's not polluted. The river is pure, but it is carrying pollutants. So if we can think about our thoughts and our habits and our beliefs as as that river and the pollutants in the river and stand back and separate ourselves a little bit from our thoughts. Mm. You know, mm. we can we can see that thought go down the river and say, oh, look at that. Look what I'm thinking. Look at where my mind is going. <laughs> yeah. And that also gives us then the choice and the opportunity to pull it out of the river. Say, mm. OK, that's coming out. I'm done with that thought. I am done going down that that path. I'm pulling that out of the river and it's going to go get buried over here in the bank somewhere. I'm, I'm done with it. Yeah. And so there's, there's ways like that to work with it, to really kind of separate ourselves because we really do identify, I think a little bit too much with our thoughts, because again, our thoughts are only wanting safety. Yeah. You know, they only want, they only want that perfection that life seldom is. Mm. Yeah, no, you're you're absolutely right, and and we do, um, you know, because we're with our thoughts twenty four seven. Can't get away from them; they're always there. There's always no. another one going to pop up around the corner, going, yeah. "Hi, what about me?" Yeah, yeah. So, but we 
But we can work with them. Don't yeah. don't feel stuck. We can always being, work with them. It's being mindful to 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 know that you don't have to be stuck with them. To know that you can change them. To know that there are techniques that you can find. And this is the whole point of me having these conversations: is to find like you know you may have listened to all of my conversations that I've had with various people, and you've gone, oh, that's interesting, that's interesting. But like, there's one you know at this point, maybe it's today, maybe it's with Mary that you're going oh my god that's that really sits with me and it's just keeping it in mind find that thing that sits with you and is going to help you start to make those you know make mincemeat of those useless thoughts that you don't need anymore in your life beautiful now the other thing I wanted to ask you about so hypnotic part of it so everyone you know knows what hypnosis is and you I know that you know you can be hypnotized very effectively to quit smoking or um you know not be frightened of getting on an airplane and all those sort of things and in that and then there's also the sort of stage you know going cluck like a chicken kind of silliness um, but um so we all know that and and i i was i did hypnotherapy um once to quit smoking many years ago and it was it was extraordinary actually i came out of the session and my eyesight which isn't great it's not dreadful but I remember waking up and I was like oh my god what have you done to my eyesight something really (laughs) it only lasted for about an hour but it was noticeable anyway that's a by that's a by the by story sorry Um, but what I'm trying to get at is I always think of and many people may think as well is that hypnosis is a thing that is done to you and then you are you know somebody's gone oh I'm going to delve right into your subconscious I'm going to rearrange all the shelves make it all nice and neat and tidy in there when you wake up and you snap my fingers and then it's all better again okay so that's very sort of idiots sort of idea yeah my, it, it my... really is i think stage stage <laughs> hypnosis has really done us a bad service yeah um and so let me let me uh just disqualify some of those myths Please do. um all hypnosis is self-hypnosis okay you can't be hypnotized unless you agree to be hypnotized you can't relax your body and go inward and shift things unless you're willing to have that happen And at any point during that session that you had or anyone has with hypnosis, you can get up and walk out of the room at any time. Mm. There is nothing stopping you from that. There is you you have an awareness of it. Nobody actually has control. Is that right? Yes. Yes. You have the control. So you could you could what if if he were or this hypnotist were to say something to you that didn't resonate with you, it wouldn't really work because it doesn't resonate with you. What the hypnotherapist does is bring up suggestion, the S of rise. Mm. They bring up a suggestion. Well, how about you stop smoking and you drink more water instead or whatever suggestion it was that he gave you. You're just presenting suggestion to the subconscious. Subconscious, instead of doing this imprinting pattern, how about doing something else? Um, The other thing I'd like to state is that um, we are in hypnotic stages many, many times a day. And we just don't realize it. If ever you've been driving down the freeway and you miss your exit, you're in a hypnotic state. When you are standing there washing the dishes and looking out the window, washing the dishes, and you just kind of, you just get involved in the dishes and nothing else. You just concentrate on your dishes for three minutes. Mm. That's a hypnotic state. 
So the body craves these moments because it allows the nervous system to reboot, to relax, to let go. So the body is looking for these opportunities all the time. They are want that, that little five, 10 minute nap that we love in the afternoon. Mm-hmm. Those are those moments where the subconscious or excuse me, where the nervous system really um, has a chance to reboot, to relax, to let go of old stressors and to reorganize itself so that the body can work in a more functional manner. Okay. And I mean, that's, that's essentially like when, whenever, so it's, it's an interesting thing that I'm sort of beginning to realize is that um, all meditation is self-hypnosis then essentially. Yes. Yes, it is. Yes. Yes. Because you have to allow. Yeah. And it's kind of that 100% rule. I can't remember who wrote the book, but it's like, if you're going to do something 99%, I'm going to give that 99%. You're still giving yourself an out. You have that 1% of an out that you know you can take because you've given yourself that pathway out. Yeah. So, you know, by stating it, that this is what I want. This is, I'm 100% going to do my rise. I'm 100% going to, you know, can uh, put myself into this change that I'm looking for because I'm really ready to live my best life. I'm really ready to attract what I want to have come into my life. Yeah. Um, and those kind of ways of thinking are very powerful. Yes. Yeah. And they're way more powerful than any nonsense thought that just comes striding in at any yeah, wobbling in. Yeah. 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 Totally. So that's, that's kind of the hypnosis part of it. And then the meditation part of it is the ritual. So if you have a regular meditation practice, you probably sit in a certain place at a certain time of day. Maybe you have an oil diffuser or a candle that you light. You know, you usually set it up as a ritual of some kind. Mm. So by doing that with, with this work, it also, it, it triggers your mind and your body. Okay. Now we're going to do our rise, you know? Okay. If she's lighting that candle, we're getting ready to go to work. <laughs> yes. And it, it trains, you know, we can train our minds. Our minds are like, uh, like training a dog to, oh. to sit, you know, you, you, you keep reinforcing it with a positive reinforcement. And then after a few days, that dog, as soon as you get out the treat, the dog's going to sit right away, you know, because it's, it knows. And so our minds can be trained just the same way. Yeah. Yeah. I know it's, it's um, just habit forming, isn't it? But uh, it's a good habit uh, creation rather than than a not such a good habit creation. And we know how great we are at at creating bad habits. I mean, we're we're really expert. Oh yeah. If you could just put half the amount of energy into that. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah. Yeah. I think that's very human. I think that's very human. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. It is. So Mary, um, you've really kindly offered to um, do a little 10 minute guided meditation for um, my listeners at the end of this podcast, which is, um, which seems like a, a fitting time to do it. We've, you know, we've talked about um, your lovely technique, um, your rise technique, which, you know, is always great to have an acronym. I think that really works. The brain enjoys that, doesn't it? It enjoys a little, a little, little trick, a little, Ooh, that's nice and easy to remember. So um, let's, let's, um, if you're happy to just do like a little 10 minute meditation. So everybody. Love to. 
relax, get themselves in a, or if you're out walking the dogs, then, or whatever, then save this last 10, 15 minutes of the podcast to listen to when you get home. So I will hand over to you, Mary. Thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you for this opportunity. Um, So we have challenges in life and some of the challenges we know, some of the challenges we don't know. So this meditation will give you an opportunity to let go of anything that no longer serves you. And we're going to leave it just that general. You may know, again, some of those things that you're ready to let go of, that you're ready to move in your life. But there are other things. There's Sometimes there are blocks and there are obstacles in life that we can't quite put the words to or figure them out. And we're going to handle that today as well. So the first thing I'd like you to do is if you have the opportunities, turn your phone off, close the door, get yourself in a comfortable position. You want to really be able to let your body relax as deeply as possible. So if you would, imagine a warm pool of energy at your feet. Imagine this energy just swirling around at the soles of your feet, just moving. It's warm and it's soothing. And allow that energy to pull up into your feet, relaxing your feet and your ankles. On your next inhale, draw that warm, relaxing pool of energy up through your shins and your calves and rest it for a moment at your knees. Our knees work so hard. They carry so much. Let your knees relax. And then pull that energy up through your thighs and allow it to fill your hips and your pelvic bowl. There's many layers of tissue in our hips. So give that energy a moment to work between the layers. And on the exhale of your next deep breath, drop your hips even more into the surface where they're resting. And then allow that energy to spill up into your abdomen, relaxing all of your digestive organs. Relax your respiratory diaphragm. Allow that warm, relaxing energy to fill your lungs, relaxing all that that very tender tissue in your lungs. Allow it to spill around the muscle of your heart, relaxing the muscles of your heart. Allow the energy to pool at your shoulders. Allow it to flow down the right arm, out the fingers of the right hand. And then the left shoulder. Feel that energy, the warmth and the relaxation down through that left arm, through the elbow and the wrist, and out the fingers and the thumb of the left hand. And then pull that relaxing energy up over the crown of your head, relaxing your hair and your scalp. Take another deep cleansing breath and relax your face. Relax your jaw.
Take one more deep cleansing breath and let go of all of the weight that you carry. Allow yourself to be light, almost floaty. And then if you would, please imagine a place out in the woods, maybe out in a field. Maybe it's somewhere you've been before or somewhere that you're creating now in your mind's eye. But look down at your feet and notice where you're standing, if there's a path there, if there's grass, if there are leaves and trees. Just notice your beautiful woods. This is your perfect place. Feel the sun on your face. Notice the temperature. The air is just perfect for you. Look at the colors around you, the blue of the sky. Notice if there are any clouds. Notice the greens and the browns. Get in touch with if there's a wind today, a breeze blowing that you feel, or is is the air still? And then do you hear any animals? Are there any squirrels or chipmunks? Or any birds? Do you hear any birds in the air above you? And if you would, I'd like you to notice a path opening up in front of you. And I'm going to count down 10 to 1. And as I do, I'd like you to take a a step with each number that I say going a little bit deeper into the woods. So from 10 down to nine, loose, limp, and relaxed. Keep relaxing with each number that I say. Nine to eight. Take your seventh step, loose, limp, and relaxed. Six. Your knees are feeling really loose. Six to five. To four, you're almost floating down this path now. Three, two, and one. I'd like you to look out in front of you and notice that there's a big hole in the ground. And around this hole in the ground are boxes. And all of these boxes represent things that you are ready to let go of, things that don't serve you anymore. You may know what some of these boxes represent, and some of them you may not know. You don't need to know. What you do need to do is to start pushing those boxes into this big hole in the ground and let the earth take them and heal them. So again, your job now, and I'm going to be quiet for the next few minutes, is to go around this hole and very thoroughly and completely make sure each and every box is pushed into this hole. And if you need to get out the equipment, heavy equipment, or a friend, or a shovel, or a bulldozer, do it. But I'll be quiet now. And again, please do your work and very, very thoroughly get every box into that hole. When you are ready and when you are through, don't let me rush you. Take your time. I want you to bury those boxes. Take all the loose dirt that's around that hole and bury them deep in the ground. 
Let Mother Earth heal them. And then whenever you are through, again, don't let me rush you, take your time. But when you are through, stand up on top of that big mound of dirt that you've just created and envision yourself in the superhero pose. See your legs in an A-frame, very tall and strong, holding up your spine and your core. Feel your spine very tall, your crown pointing towards the sky, your fists on your hips, and feel your strength and your power. Appreciate the work that you've just done. Appreciate the intention that you have to live a better, happier, fuller life. And to get rid of, to bury, to destroy that which does no longer serve you. Appreciate your own power. And appreciate the fact that you can create change in your life. And then slowly, as you're ready, come back to the room where you are. Come back to the surface where you are resting. Wiggle your fingers and your toes. And take a deep breath. And enjoy your day. Good job. Thank you so much for that, Mary. That was lovely. That was a lovely meditation. I enjoyed that. I took to my armchair and fully took that in. So thank you. Great. Thank you. Mm -hmm. So I know you have um, a book, which is very impressive. Tell me um, where people can find your book if they are, you know, enjoying this lovely structured, I love it, the meditation that you Please. Yeah. Yes, it's on Amazon. It is Rise Hypnotic Meditation on Amazon. There's the ebook and then also the physical book you can get. Um, and then also through my website, if you'd like to reach out, uh, there's some instructional videos on the website. It tells you why Rise works and how Rise works. And there's also a few, I think there's one for guilt, uh, a Rise for Peace, one for patience. There's a few example meditations on the website as well. And that's uh, www.risehypnoticmeditation.com. And please, if if anyone um, starts down this path and has a question or is confused, please reach out. I'm I'm very available. I'm very happy to communicate uh, this practice to anybody. Um, I also teach it as a three-hour workshop. So if anyone is having a workshop or you have a group of friends you'd like to get together um, that you feel that you could uh, do this kind of work together as a group. I'd love to help come and help you do that. I'd love to travel. So um, please feel free to reach out. Happy Thank to help. You. Well, I shall put all the um, the links and so on in the show notes. So it's very easy for people to find. And um, so thank you, Mary. Thanks so much for taking the time today. It's been a real joy to talk to you. It really has. So thank you for thank coming you. on to the Chakra Meditation Podcast. Thank you. Oh, my pleasure. 
So thank you so much for joining me on the Chakra Way Meditation Podcast today. I hope you enjoyed my chat with Mary. I think we were super aligned on on so many things. It's just such a joy to chat with somebody who, um, you know, you've never met before, who lives on the other side of the world, and you are working with the same purpose in the same direction. There's something really magical about that. And I loved her meditation. I thought it was wonderful. So I hope you enjoyed it as well. A little extra bonus meditation for you today. Um, So I wanted to let you know a couple of things. First of all, um, if you are interested in the Chakra Way course, I will be starting again the group course. I will be registering again for that fairly soon once I'm done with this round. Um, And it's going really well. Honestly, the aha moments that people are having is just It's magical. I love it. There's so much to be gained from learning about the chakras, just bringing them into your life. Such a fantastic tool to have. But in the meantime, there are um, some resources on my website. There's an affirmation meditation. There's a wake up yoga session. And I am planning to put some more bits and pieces on there, some more free resources. So keep your eyes peeled for those. And um, in the meantime, the second thing I wanted to ask you was, would you... um, I love feedback. I'd love some more feedback. Like, what are you enjoying? Especially about the chatting podcast. What are you enjoying? What are you not enjoying? And rate and review. Share the love of the podcast. If you love it, share it with others. So thank you so much. And I will see you very soon. Take care. Bye. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well. Hello Fresh is your guilt free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started.